Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie. I'm a massive shit fucking fantasy coach, cunt face, asshole, fears. Joining me as always, Jonathan Crockett. How are you storming into the Listener League finals? I yeah, it's a Cinderella story out of nowhere. Just just I don't know. It's just the boys have banded together in finals time and scoring pretty well too. I think I'm fourteen hundred, almost fifteen hundred this week, so pretty happy. Pretty happy. With a with a Tom Stewart to return as well. Well, he's got his strut. There you go, listeners, look out. Um well, I suppose the baby's out. You you could get another you can get a man pregnant again. There you go. Um <laughs> Cam, <laughs> speaking of getting people pregnant again, I, like I mean, gee whiz! I, I heard uh, uh, Jono's daughter in the background crying. Steve, you've got two. Tell me, like I'm probably three weeks out till Jen's due. How fucked am I for the second? No, nah, it's it's bad. The second one's that's it. You're done. Yeah. Okay. Um, and is um, there? Yeah, group, it's there's no it, coming back. Is there a group discount for vasectomies? Because I would like to create a group and see if we can get some sort of bulk discount. Yeah, see, I, I don't need a vasectomy because we went the IVF pass. No sex for me. Not team sex, team science for, for Jono. <laughs> team science. <laughs> uh, Cam, I will be there. You and me, uh, brothers in arms, walking in. <laughs> Just, uh, don't, yeah, let's look each other in the eyes. And... No, we have to. Just staring. Staring into each other's eyes. And then it's like... Cam, you go first. Snip. Steve's like, I'm out, and just walks. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to get that shit done too, man. Which is pointless because there's no sex happening anyway. So it uh, seems like a moot point, but you know, who knows? Whatever moot. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of the listener league, uh, whew, my rags to riches <laughs> story has turned back into rags. Uh, I'll be lining up. For some cheeseburgers, <laughs> by the looks of it, uh, things haven't gone well. So, uh, how far behind? T- how far hey? behind are you? Behind what? How how close? Like you're last, I assume. I'm last. So who's? How far have you got to go to get out of last? Uh, uh, yeah, it's last week, so it doesn't matter. I think it's a game. We were level this week, but I think he, the other dude's going to win. So uh, cool. Yeah, anyway, whatever. I won't actually sit in the McDonald's because of um, COVID, but I'll sit in the car, in the car, which I think is actually going to be worse because I'll be driving oh. through the drive through uh, in the same car, um, <laughs> just ordering just a every, bag of cheese. Every 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You also can't just like stretch your legs because I, I, I actually think you need to be confined to the car if you're going to be doing there's no hopping out. No, of the car. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, unless you need, to, unless you're going to honk, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that toilet um, situation could, could get ugly, though. I, I can't imagine it's going to take too long to throw down twenty cheeseburgers. Oh, this no. Nah, I mean, like, I've done, know. I've done the, I've done the ten cheeseburger challenge before when they're like a buck, and you can smash like ten in fifteen minutes or something like that. I reckon I could knock over six within the first hour pretty pretty easily. Like normally on a Friday afternoon coming home from work, 
I'll grab three cheeseburgers, and I reckon <laughs> I could at least. I can get this two is my done normal by the, Friday. My normal Friday. I, I can get two by the time I'm out of the car park. So yeah, you, you'll, you'll do alright. I re- I reckon it's one of those things where you're going to hit. You'll you'll be like, yeah, ten. Smash ten the first hour. That was awesome. And then the eleventh will be fucked. <laughs> like the no. 11th, you'll hit a wall. <laughs> the cheeseburger wall. Not going to be good. Is it going to be like Centurion? It's 100 shots of beer? 100 yeah, minutes? Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah easy. Yeah. What? That's that, easy. I've, I've done it. It's yeah, it's eight, not It's, it's not essentially hard, eight beers in 100 minutes. But it's a bit of a grind at the end. You're not supposed to... How, did you throw up throughout it? No. Okay. First time I did, second time I didn't. Yeah, see, the first, I've only done it once, and I threw up after like 30 shots. And it, like, because you're throwing back air at the same time, which you just get super... Not nice. Well, the second time I did it, I ran out of beer, so I went on to Bundy and Coke's premium. <laughs> look, Yikes. look. If there's nothing, if there's nothing like swapping beer out for Bundy and Cokes and nailing back three cheeseburgers on your drive home from work on a Friday, Jonathan Crockett, man of fitness. Uh, anyway, uh, also, I'm just going to take a victory lap. If you traded in Romarsh when I told you to trade in Romarsh when he was scoring 50s every week and is scoring like 100 every week and Paddy Ryder's now done his calf on the eve of finals, thank you very much. Anyway. Calf or Achilles? I'm hearing both. Well, he's old. He, who cares? Yeah. Tom bones. Campbell season. The calf, the calf bone's connected to the Achilles bone. Fair enough. Said Tom Fair Brown. Oofed. Oof. The man to be trusted. Yeah. But anyway, it looks like you and me in the home league, Jono. Yeah. I played two down and scored better than three quarters of the bloody leagues. I thought about going for the win in it, but we can maybe talk about that on um, Wednesday. I didn't even bother setting a lineup. I'm like, I don't... It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Well, it didn't matter. So anyway, listeners, uh, I hope you've had a better week. Than me, I went to uh, South Australia. So anyway, onto the waivers. Is that what we do? Something we, we noticed? Did we notice, notice anything? Oh, I didn't notice no. shit. I noticed South Australia was cold as hell, man. I went to the most southernmost point of South Australia, and it was ice Ooh. cold. Also, we went for fish and chips at uh, like ten to twelve. It was a half hour wait, and there was people coming Whoa. in after, and they were getting told forty five minute wait. For fish and chips at lunchtime. Mm, I'm like, man, the yeah. people of Port McDonald really love uh, their fish and chips, apparently. Did you get the potato cake or the potato scallop? We got scallops and potato cakes. Nice. But nice. Was it Barnacle Bills? No, <laughs> it was just, no, it's like, it's, it's like literally a nothing country town. Mm. Yeah, they're definitely not going to have a Barnacle Bills then. No, they did have two fish and chip shops, so. Oh, nice. That's, I guess that's why it's the so other, popular. The other one must be shit, though, because they were all in the one I was in. My God. Uh, what did you notice, Cam? Uh, well, you had it right the first time around. Something that didn't matter, I think, is what you said. And that was coach change at North Melbourne. It kind of wasn't... I mean, look, it's only one week, but I, I kind of thought there'd be a few... Yeah, at least try something different. Um, they kind of didn't. Jai Simkin got a little bit of a bump. Don't know if that was a role change or not. No, still playing inside mid. Just yeah. was um, it, efficient. Efficient. So his efficiency kills well, him. Super coach, whereas yeah. he still racks up the pill in AFL fantasy to score yeah. well. 
I think there's probably a bit more to play out there, but just, I don't know, maybe you just want to watch, but not too exciting. Um, the other thing uh, that I saw, Jordan Clark's numbers took a bit of a hit uh, with Heath Chapman coming back. There's actually like an 11-point differential when Heath Chapman plays and Jordan Clark um, and how Jordan Clark scores. So I guess there's just too many cooks there with you know Luke Ryan, Heath Chapman, Hayden Young, Jordan Clark, all doing the same type of thing, uh, running off the halfback. So don't expect them all to pop at the same time and, and maybe it's going to average out to sort of 75, 80, between 75 and 85 for the rest of the year for all of them. Still very fieldable scores. Uh, and then the final thing was just, uh, and I've got to credit one of the listeners, Branko, for this um, because I was sort of wondering what the hell was happening to Witherden. Uh, as an owner, I was very happy that he was back in the team and he gave me 106 and 116 in the Supercoach format. A really, really happy score, but I was brought back down to earth as I heard that um, the reason he'd been dropped previously was due to his general defensive ability and pressure, and his direct opponent was Luke Bruce, who scored six goals. <laughs> so, but we've known that with, with it, and he can't defend. I know, nothing. but it certainly can't be good news. Like Simpson would have been looking at that and just gone full rocket aid um, with Will Minson style. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so can't think he's going to stay in the team, unfortunately. Uh, well, he did enough to to send me to the the arsehole of the listener league. So thanks, mm. Alex. Mm. Done a good job. Yeah, can't, uh, Jono. <laughs> uh, the only thing I really noticed was that the um, some of the younger players starting to get a little bit tired now, and the. The bigger body boys, the, the season campaigners like your Pendlebury's and that, uh, starting to step up, scoring well. I know Pendlebury's moved back inside mid, scoring well. Simpkin, the season campaigner, scoring well. All these young guys getting a little bit tired. So if you've held on to them or been owners and just holding on to them, not trading them out, you'll probably be starting to reap uh, the rewards from these guys going forward. But didn't really notice too much this weekend. Nick Dacos just scored 147. Oh, it's crazy. But no, yeah, that's because Schoenberg was standing 10 metres off him. Didn't even, it was like Witherden, just stand 10 metres off him. Didn't do a shit. Still happened. I know it still happened, but Nick Dacos, he's, he's elite. He's different to the, his standard first year. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing because I was told Josh Rochelle uh, from John Ralph's tweets. <laughs> <laughs> well, John Ralph, you know, doubled down and said Morris Rowley would... Never get dropped again, and I think two weeks later, <laughs> John Ralph sources. Um, there you go, waivers. Um, few waivers. You, do you want to go first, Jono? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go first. Um, just quickly in the shallow, shallow leagues. Uh, Zach Fisher, eighty-four percent. He's actually, um putting a decent month together both in both formats, 80s and a couple of tons in there. So I'd be looking to look at him up against GWS this week. Um, scoring pretty well, so he's worth a fly there. Zach Tui is actually doing pretty well. Uh, averaging 82 AFL Fantasy and 91 Supercoach. Someone I'd be looking at there. Um, Harry Morrison is do- didn't do too well in Supercoach, but AFL Fantasy... Been scoring pretty well. 
Uh, I'll be looking at him as well. And are, are these guys I, in the pool? In some pools, they are. I picked up Harry Morrison off our waiver wire this week, and Zach Fisher is still there. Really? Mm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And he might be still floating around there. Um, Charlie Dixon, he's playing that yeah. rock role. Um, might be he's on the borderline. He's sixty nine percent nice owned, so he can go between deep and shallow uh, there. But um, what have you got there in your shallows, Cam? Uh, it's good good news for Dixon as well. So with, they reckon I was reading earlier this week that Lysett's shoulder may have got an infection in it, or you know something mm. not so good. So he could very well be out for the season, and all of a sudden you have Dixon pumping out. You know, I think his floor over the last three is seventy nine. So it's pretty, pretty handy for the for your run into the finals. Um, I have, and it really depends who is like how long Clayton Oliver is going to be out for. I know he almost got up this week, but I'd be looking at Tom Sparrow if he's out again. Sixty five percent owned. I pumped out eighty seven AFL fantasy, seeing some extra mid minutes um, as a result, and sixty eight. He was only sixty eight super coach, so maybe just an AFL fantasy play there. Um, Hawks defenders that. Aren't Jarman Impey? It it kind of <laughs> looks like um, well, Jarman Impey got thrown forward. He got thrown forward. That's it. And so it, his scores are, are falling off a cliff. But guys like Hardwick, CJ, etc., they're all scoring pretty yeah. consistently over the last. I've, three. I've got Hardwick. I've got Hardwick there as well. Just expect with Hardwick, there's that ridiculous floor. So every now and then he's going to drop you a twenty. Um, but. Yeah, he's um, still pretty good. Uh, and then Oleg Markov, 63% owned. Don't know what he ended up on at the end of this game. Let me just quickly do a double check. Uh, Oleg Markov, 71 in your fantasy and 83 in your uh, super coach. Should be okay for the rest of the season um, with all the injuries back there. That's the shallows. Steve, who have you got? I sort of went a different way. Uh, I'm tar- It's pretty well finals time for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I- I'm targeting matchups. Uh, a lot of these guys do fall into guys you'd probably waver for anyway. So Hawthorne inside mids against North Melbourne. Uh, Josh Ward, 45% owned. Did bang out a ton. I mean, I'm not sure what league you're fielding him in, but uh, it's a possibility. North outside mids against Hawthorne's good matchup. So... Um, Scott and and Curtis Taylor both low owned again. Forward status have, oh, I'm sorry, defender and forward status. So it's a handy matchup there. Hawthorne outside mids. It's a good matchup against North Melbourne. So Morrison, like you were talking about, Jono, readily available. Uh, West Coast defenders against St Kilda. So Doug and Barris. Don't know if they're floating around. Bulldog defenders. Ed Richards. Barris is Barris is only thirty percent owned. So yeah, highly likely. Uh, Ed Richards again under sixty percent. Uh, Eston and North Melbourne uh, defenders, pretty good matchup there. So Jado or uh, Young for North Melbourne, pretty good matchup. Uh, and and then the, just mid forwards uh, in these matchups. So Tommy Paps for Sydney, just and, and Will Hayward, great matchups. Jamie Cripps for West Coast, great matchups. Uh, and Mitch Lewis. Hawthorne, pretty good matchup as well. Mm. So those are the guys I'm targeting. I, I personally picked up Paps a little while ago with this matchup in mind. Uh, picked up Duggan last week purely for this matchup coming up. So uh, I, I think they're all pretty good starts. Ward, I know it's a tough start, but if um, you know, if didn't somehow... actually see the game, but obviously we've got the inside mid roll 
was he or well his time there yeah so it's yeah. i mean it's hawthorne it could change any any time so i'd certainly pay attention to it at least um that's, that's yeah. all you can do at this stage but i'm, I'm really targeting matchups like robbie fox has scored three out of four pretty good um but again it's not a matchup i'm targeting so yeah, I've also, yeah, I had Tom Barras there, Hardwick, um, Miles Bergman, and he put together a couple of good games the last two weeks, 62% owned if you're looking for a midfielder. Um, my boy, Callum Wilkie, defenders seem to be going pretty well against the Eagles. He's there at uh, 62%. And if you want to roll it, like, I know Richmond had, I think it was like plus 10, plus 20 uh, inside 50s and scoring shots. So maybe Luke Bruce again. Uh, against North Melbourne, who knows? Thirty-four uh, percent owned. Yeah, certainly, certainly. That's um, yeah, it's interesting. Even even like a Kyle Langford. I know it's a filthy name, but he sort of wins yeah. in the areas against. Like Collingwood give up a lot of points. Collingwood had a good matchup in a lot of roles. Mm. Scored a right day. I think he, I picked him up in our home league. Stephen dropped a ninety-four for me, and uh, hopefully nineteen possessions, zero three. So he kicks a couple of them over a ton, and that would have been back to back. Supercoach tons. Yeah, I think he got there pretty heavily with goals the week before, yeah, didn't he? Four, four, I think. Four goals in about 13 possessions, but still 19 and 0 3. It's for 94, you take that for a mid only this time of year. I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we're moving past the trade, the trades because uh, trade deadlines are past. No one's trading. Yep. If you're trading now, come on. Unless you're in a keeper league that doesn't have them off, that's fine. Which leaves we'll us with the for, awards, um, Stato to come back for that. Stato, oh fucking, he yeah. rigs our league anyway, so who cares? <laughs> Just manipulates the dates as he sees fit. <laughs> was there, I don't even know if there was a trade deadline in the keeper league, was it? It's today. Oh, okay. Normally there's a flurry of trades. So yeah. oh, it's been tough. It's, I think it's a really tough year in the keeper league because there's really only. It looks like there's only say three teams in the mix. Mm, it's true. It's like there's so, only so many of those trades you can get done with those, like, you know, it's like, oh, we'll just trade the old dudes. It's like, well, if there's only three teams really in the mix, mm. like there's only going to be a couple of those trades you can get across the line. So, yeah, I threw a few offers out there and didn't get too far, unfortunately. But just anyway. Give me a Ruckman. Give me a Ruckman. I need a Ruckman. I've tr- I gave you a Ruckman. Actually, our Reece Stanley's back. He's been serviceable. He's He's fine. <laughs> I might have to get uh, John Segler. I think he's available next one. Yeah, but then what are you going to get back? Like, you know, you're not going to just get him out of the pool. I'll just throw one of my jobbers yeah. back into the pool and get Segs. Anyway, the Amber Heard Award. Uh, okay. Now, not because he was a sub, but this guy. He marked the ball 30 metres out, probably slight 5 to 10 degree angle. A minute or so to go, Jake Hartz. Come on, man. You shit the bed big time. You. Th- didn't want to take that shot. You played on when there was a player right next to you. Ball turned over. Lose the game for your team. You shit the bed, mate. Jake Hartz. <laughs> Strong words. Yeah, I, I reckon it's... Um... I, I, I was in... Uh, our mate Costa, who's been on the show a couple of times, they were pretty much his words in, in the group, one of the group chats this week. Oh, he would have been very happy. 
What was, he, was he, said, Terry, he said, this guy will never play AFL again. I would love to see what Terry said. He would have been absolutely on fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd always come to Melbourne just to see him on Wednesday night. <laughs> It'd be that good. Uh, Cam, what do you got? Uh, surely, I, I had two nominations here. Brad Hill, uh, terrible. Yeah. Just 29 in the AFL fantasy format. He's averaging over 80 or just around 80. Not anymore, I guess, but um, yeah, fuck that guy. And Tim English, uh, 58. Which, Tim uh, English, the defender. Key defender. Yeah. Jeez, Jordan Sweet. Um, yeah, kind of ate into well, his... It's taken Bevo, I think he's been at the club 10 years. 10 years and 18 rounds to play a proper ruck and a backup ruck. I don't like it, Jono. I don't like it at all. I know fantasy players don't like it, but think about real football, Cam. Think about real football. You've just completely besmirched Stefan Martin, by the way, because they were playing the same yeah. team. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but Steph, that's, that's like weekend at Bernie. Someone's holding him up and... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He's wow. done Steph dirty. Melbourne legend. You hate mm. to Berwick boy. He's a Berwick local. Oh, I've got Jade Gresham's eyebrows. It's just an absolute <laughs> lay down. <laughs> Whatever that uh, pantomime effort was, quite frankly. I wish, I wish St Kilda actually won on Friday night. So Roaming Brian just goes up to Jade Gresham and just goes, boy, oh boy, wowee, what's happened there? That's what we needed. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. I just wasn't ready for that uh, impersonation. That's <laughs> it was a poor, very poor. That's done me in, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> ball adjacent player of the round. Um, Georgiadis. I had Georgiadis. That's all I could really find. Most players either had like nine possessions and a couple of goals or did something good, but uh, Georgiadis, not much. Are you kidding me? There, there was, uh, and I. I don't... Josh Bruce, three disposals. Oh, first game back, man. I'd give him a pass. Okay, then. Josh Gibkus. Actually, people... Injured. He people, got subbed out. People named Josh. Gibkus got subbed out, man. You can't give three disposals. You can't, you can't give it to an injured player. Get stuffed. Yeah, but three three disposals for Bruce. Oh, what? So you're going to give it to Menegola, who had one? Yeah. Oh, it's a battle of the homers here. Yeah, <laughs> you know who I'm giving it to is Nat Fife, who yeah. he had 15 touches, one kick. Ooh, that's a wow. bad ratio. That is a bad ratio. Uh, and John Jarrett junk time, which someone's tried to someone's tried to call this Mitch Junkin. No, no, it's Nick Vlastuin, 59. Vlastuin. <laughs> I've got. That's yeah. how you spell his name, Blast Jordan. I've gone with uh, either Jack Sinclair or Josh Ward. Josh Ward went 50 in the final term. Um, and, yeah, Jack Sinclair, 49. Boston went 59. Scrimshaw went 55. Laird, 53. Was that, that game was there to be won, though, wasn't it? The Tigers game? Yeah, it's like four points. There's no way because anyone's getting junk time in that. Yeah, I reckon... Yeah, the Saints, the dogs basically had him by the scruff of the neck and he popped out 49, which is pretty handy. Take that. Is there any uh, in our capitulation sons? Uh, I don't 
I see Monty's given uh, took the the trash can. No, uh, he didn't. Yeah. He only had about forty in the last quarter. Nah, it's undeserved. It's just a piss poor effort. Um, what's his Casbolt? Two, two goals, five possessions. What's his name? It's O E A. How do you pronounce that? Uh, we just call him Ace. Ace. Okay, five disposals, six tackles though, so not too bad. You know that? Um, <laughs> that I think it's a GTA Four meme. Oh shit! Here we go again. <laughs> the guy's Did first name is. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Good from you, Cam. I do mm. love it. Maybe the best thing you've ever done on this show. It's true. It's true. It's a low bar. What do we think? What do we make of Lacocious's game this week? He played. He scored 90-something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was he off the half? I didn't see that. He was off the halfback and he kicked a goal. Okay. He so, could be floating around in some leagues if you want to roll the dice. Yeah. Against um, Brisbane next week, the Q clash. That's what we need. Oof. Tough well, sandwich to that, game, this one. Are you? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but I am. Because you're... Obviously, clean. you'll be um, supporting... The pod with the um, the Suns, obviously. Of course, of course. With your David Swallow badge and scarf. Swallow badge. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not representing the pod, just don't go to the game. Oh fuck! Hopefully they don't give fear any another game. Jesus Christ. Anyway, on to the onto the Twitter questions. Hey, what he played? Yeah. Mm. Casbolt. Anyway, under the Twitter questions, Russ, what's your most annoying yo-yo player? My nomination is Ollie Florent. That's a great one. Yo-yo player. Mm. Carl Amon, the super coach. Can we say, you know, remember Yoho Diablo? The fucking stick thing and you go... Wilu, 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 wilu. Can we say that Jack McRae and Josh Dunkley are either end of that? Because... For real, one up, one down every week. Mm. I think it's more game plan with the bulldogs. I feel like I feel like Noah's a bit up and down, and any forward yeah. really is up and down. Mm. True. Even like the True. good forwards are well, Isaac Heaney, classic one. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Uh, Frio, why am I? third on the ladder going to lose to the runaway wooden spooner again didn't set your lineup didn't captain choice that's fantasy football man that is yeah. fantasy football russ also asks what's more frustrating underperforming premiums or depth players pumping out tons on the bench is that a salary cap question that sounds like Carl I, no, Michael. I don't think so. I, I think I understand completely. I, I reckon it's underperforming premiums, man. And I'll tell you, classic one, Jono. Last week in the home league, I'm starting Josh Dacos over freaking Taylor Adams. Like that's how shit Taylor Adams has gone this year for fantasy. Mm. Mm. That's um, yeah, underperform. Like you, especially, I know. Even we'll just talk about the home league for a sec, Steve. Like you had. I know you got injured, but you had like Grundy, Whitfield, and I'm not sure who else was your your three picks in the home league, but all underperforming. Kelly. And Kelly. 
I know he got knocked out with concussion, but he still had a pretty decent year, Kelly, but um, I'd say well, two out of three underperforming. I think it's underperforming premiums in a cancer because, like, you, you're always going to play them, Easy. Right? E- so it's, yeah, yeah, and that's that's right. That's right, Cam. Absolutely. Yeah. It takes... It's so hard to bench Taylor Adams, probably yeah, a good example. And, for sure. like, um, in the listening league, I had Heppel as my D1. He's been... I wouldn't say he's been dreadful, but he's a D3 and a back-end one at that. Mm. Like, just... Piss poor. Oh, oh, yeah, it's easy them, easy them, because yeah. you and you and you can't cut them. No, no, and you can't trade them because then they'll turn good. You're scared yeah. to trade them, I should say, <laughs> right? And you're scared to trade yeah. them because, and, and Kelly was example. He, he was terrible for the first little while, and then he got got going, and it was like, well, thank Christ I didn't trade him. Cogs was the same. Mm. Uh, anyway, Matt led for Mitch Junkin Award, ninety-one points, fifteen minutes into the third to finish on one hundred and sixty-three. That was a tight game. Wet when you're late, you're the record holder for tackles laid in the game for tw- with twenty. Yeah, you, you're getting points in that one. How how does Libba respond, right? Because he didn't he hold the record prior? Uh, I think he had contested possessions. I reckon he might have no. had tackles tied with actually. Uh, Andrew. Yeah, no, I think he had eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Might have had it tied with Andrew Swallow. Yeah. Something silly. Uh, he also says Tom Green for the Amber Heard, which is a fair shout. Mm. Um, Tom Green's been pretty Jacob crummy. Popper. He was, he was crummy the week before too, uh, Green. He's been, you know, this could be what Jono was talking about, right? Basically since round, like, basically since the buys, he's been pretty poor. Yeah. Get that puppy fat off him, get in the gym, get running, boy. Oh, also a coaching change, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, shout out to Rosie for paying the faith to his coaches. Weather is great in Cairns. Uh, weather in Cairns is great. Thanks for asking, Stevie Fizz. Just feels like a big shot at me week. Uh, had a terrible weekend. <laughs> kick up, kick yeah. a bike when he's down, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the listenerly group chat is. It's uh, it's having a good time, John. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, it is. I I was, it. No one was waiting. No one was even waiting for the end of the fucking Suns. I think the bullets already loaded before the round. Like, to start, to start getting to me. <laughs> yeah, they did, actually. I think even the AFL Fantasy app gave me the spoon before the round. <laughs> That's God, it. Damn. <laughs> anyway, it, like, baby Fizz through this. We have this. Um, she, she was in a tan- tantrum last night. I was trying to calm her down to get her to go to bed. She's, she's got this, uh, you know, the wheat bags that you heat up. She's got this one, and it's mm. like a, it's an owl, so it's kind of round, kind of hard. And she's just launched it from like two feet away straight into my head. Woke up with this splitting goddamn. Mm. Not a good week. Since. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so any listeners, if you want to just unload on me, now's the time because um... mm. um, yeah, don't we, uh, take, yeah, I don't really play the loophole game like, even in other leagues, not. So much at home league, but I don't really play the loophole game. It's like that's my lineup. 
I'm sort of a guy I like I, I like lockout on a Thursday or Friday night just so I can set my team and just walk away. Not so I don't have to worry about oh player X is out, da 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 or this guy scored bigger than this guy. Just let me set my team. If I miss out on a big score, I miss out on a big score. It's kind of like when you're at a pub and you order like, I don't know, schnitzel and it comes out and you're like, that looks pretty good. And then someone else has got the ribs and they come out and it looks like amazing. You've still got a good meal, but damn, you wish you had the ribs. Mm. That's all I got. Mm. Palmer's for a year. I said, I won't eat one for a year just so I'd try the different shit at the pub. And how did that end up? Yeah, good. Try different shit and it was good. Yeah. Generally, like, schnitty's good, but it's the same everywhere. Let's be honest. Yeah. But so it's like the fish well, and chips, the steak. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Safe. good question i actually think he's maybe worth a trade i think it's fair what is he 28 26 oh shit no hold 27 is the year 27 everyone 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 was expecting that bloody same from last year but you gotta remember that was off the back of like record tackles for him so it was it was also there was no no one else right and so everyone else is kind of taking a step up this year exactly exactly but still took's good It'll be fine. It's interesting you say that because, um, yeah, what he did last year, unsustainable. But last year there was Hugh Greenwood was tackling like a machine. I know this year Matt Rouse tackling like a machine, but no, Anderson's picked up. So I don't think you're going to see that 120 ever again. Mm. No, I, I don't know what he's averaging in AFL Fantasy, but well, 110 average, not out of the realm of impossibility for him. Because he still racks up possessions. Still gets possession. Still gets. I, I don't. I don't mind the sell, depending on what you get. Mm. Um, he's averaging one hundred and nine. Okay, it has been a little bit yo-yo-ish, but uh, I mean, he's the eighth best mid. Like, what are you getting? Yeah, again, like guys like Anderson and Rao could slow down. He's an season campaigner. Gets mm. a little bit of a bump. Do you try catch a? Oh, I don't know. A, Parish, but it's only two years difference. Like it's not. No. Parish, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, probably depends mm. on where the rest of your list's at. I'd imagine. Uh, Coxie, Jack Sinclair has to be the best value draft pickup of the year. Convince me, I'm wrong. Him and Will Brody, I'd imagine. Brody would have gone pretty late. Maybe around the same time as Sinclair. Uh, a listener does respond saying they got Sinclair at 150 and Brody at 174. Oh, value! That guy has done that's that's an absolute well. bargain for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's probably got to be Sinclair. The only other name I'd throw in there is Mister Darcy Cameron. Mm. Mm. Straight off the waiver. That, yeah. That, <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe that discounts it because it's. Yeah. Kitty, mm. Kitty Coleman, ADP of. Kitty Coleman. ADP, yeah. Correct. And he didn't get drafted, apparently. ADP of dash. 
Ben Blix has been awesome. Yeah, Blix has been unreal. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Xavier Kramer, would you keep, bother keep? Would you bother keeping Pruce or just dump him to the waivers? I have English. I reckon he dump. could come back this week. Actually, well, Flynn was pretty horrible, wasn't he? Pr- Pruce was massive in the uh, VFL. He had like forty-four hitouts, twenty-two touches, and a bunch of marks. Like the upside is there. So if you've got the capacity to keep him, I would. There you go. Frio. Also, who's the most likely to do a Zach Wilson in the AFL? Did you see that story? I did see that story. I'm going to go with Ginevan or Degoey. What was it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's got to be Degoey, shiz. <laughs> yeah. So, Zach Wilson's uh, uh, so the this... quarterback for the New York Jets. Jonah, you can tell the story then. That's fine. So, yeah, as Steve said, he's the uh, quarterback for the New York Jets and um, his ex-girlfriend has come out and said that he was um, sleeping with his mum's best friend. And he's like, just responded with on Instagram. It's like, sorry, been at training camp, oh. no cell service, anything been going on sort of thing. That's the, that was and the best response. call. That was yeah. so good. <laughs> Trying yeah. to think of who else it could be, but it's definitely to go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Stringer? Uh, Stringer. No, it's too old. Too oh, old, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I've heard some uh, pretty awful things about Gary Rowan, actually. Uh, mm. yeah. yeah. I think everyone's heard everything about Gary Rowan as well, so we'll just leave that there. Yeah. About um, Dane Zorko. Who was that? Yeah. <laughs> that was a Cal cl- Pepper? Was classic. it Cal Pepper as well? Oh, uh, was Zorko going <laughs> the blunder? What a yeah, the blunder. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> oh, the uh, one. I don't remember that one. Just tell me off. Don't don't tell me here. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. Alex has responded. Peter Wright. Jeez, they don't call him two minute pen. Anyway, there you go. Uh, BJ says, "Who are your unsung unsung heroes this year?" Zach Tui is mine. Yeah, Hayden Young for me. Hayden Young. Hayden Young. Yep. Cam, any uh, unsung heroes? I've been pretty happy with Dan Rioli, except for this week. Oh, geez, he was he was pretty close to that baller Jason Amber Heard. Well, he was he pretty had, good. For... He came back. Oh, he yeah. ended up on sixty two, but he's averaging yeah. seventy nine for the year. And I think I drafted he was on him at eighty eight. He was on two super coach halfway through the third quarter. <laughs> so I had two players after the um after the first quarter totaling three. <laughs> Jamie Elliott and uh, Dan Rioli Brilliant But yeah, probably them too He's been fine Luke McDonald's been fine Probably went undrafted in a lot of leagues Because he was mid only Yeah What about you, Steve? Um, Blix I- I'd say um, I've got uh, What's his name? I-, I mean, Nick Martin's been pretty good for someone you got for absolutely nothing Yeah uh, i got... Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I was on Hearn everywhere, and no one wanted a bar of him. He's like the 11th best defender in Supercoach and top 20 in AFL Fantasy. He's only missed a couple of games. Like, Yeah. I'd say um, Jordy Clark probably as well, mid-only draft. He, until this week, he'd been sort of averaging about 90 in the last five. Pretty good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I played a lot of matchups, so I haven't really. I mean, I got Connor Rosie off the pile. Someone dropped him after he was doing mm-hmm. dog shit, and I just got him at the right time, so that was lucky. Um, yeah. I don't know. Matthew asks. Oh, he doesn't even ask anything. He just typed John Segler. John Segler. We're just naming players now. Isava Radigalia. Here we go again. Oh, wait. (laughs) No. Um, Dave has said, is it ethical to use the bench loophole to win a draft grand final? Absolutely. If it's there, fucking use it, man. Yep. Could be hated and maybe kicked out of the league, but they can't take away that grand final. Ever. <laughs> yeah, that's a um, thing. Oh, someone's responded. Uh, Alex has responded. Alex has been with us like since the start, and he, he gets to say, uh, the official term for when you loophole a good score and the guy who sacrificed goes bigger is poop-holing. <laughs> that's it was awesome. right there. Yep. It was right there. Yep, coined. Wow. Well done, Alex. That's awesome. Trademark that shit. Yep. And good old Alex, he actually hit me up last year and asked for my Bulldogs membership and went to the grand final on it. Did he? He did, yeah. Can we... Um... Oh, because that was in some other state, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in WA, and that's where he was, and yeah, enjoyed it. I don't know who he was barracking for, but went to a grand final. Good on him. Yeah. No, that's good for Alex. Anyway, that's all we got for this week. Bit of a scattergun show, because... Um... That's what we do here. Oh God, how was it? Like we we um we had um because category like we had the category B guys mm. on um the um the other show and and they're like oh you, you know we sort of got inspiration from you and and sort of took on when when you guys and we had them on and we we're like oh I sort of thought oh maybe they'll get some pick up some new listeners and they uploaded the wrong podcast and I was like man you guys don't have to take your inspiration that far you can just. <laughs> <laughs> You can just go ahead and release good content anytime you want. I was like, that's that's just perfect. Don't bring no, yourself just... down to our level, boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was um fantastic. Anyway, that'll do it for this week. I hope you're playing finals. If you're already playing finals, good luck with it. And uh, I hope hope you win your matchups and uh That's all. <laughs>